this in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> you have the gift of speech. Yes, look at that. Look at that. Wow. There's so many of you. Um, uh, yes. Well, it's wonderful to be here. We'll be back, back here after three years. I was here three years ago. Oh my God, has it been an amazing three years. Okay, so I left on a Sunday. <laughs> Monday, crazy day. What about Sunday night? Sunday, oh yeah, Sunday night. I got on a Sunday, but I just kind of, it's kind of, it's a bad question until you went to bed. So, Monday morning, Dr. Rock. First thing, right off the bat, it's laying Bacock. It's a casual. <laughs> so I hear the bacock. 
Um, uh, but I'll always do Kim Candy because that's the one I like the most. <laughs> A lot of times I was just duking. <laughs> but God, but God. <laughs> rooster, rooster, something what they say. So no one needs to ask for. Yeah, that was just coming. <laughs> Stop doing king king. Oh. <laughs> um, you're you're so great at playing very beloved characters like in uh, Firefly and um, somewhat villainous, uh, easy to dislike characters like maybe in 42. Um. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen 42, I play a character who is very rude to Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman plays uh, Jackie Robinson and I play the character yeah. who, who was the most racist person in a movie full of racists. Uh, this wasn't what I was going to ask, but did, did that change the way people treated you in real life? Like, was it hard for you to go to grocery store for a while there? I feel like that was a really dislikable character. I had to stop wearing the hat. <laughs> I took the hat when I left, and I loved it. It was my favorite cat, and then after that came out, I was like, ugh. <laughs> that was really him in life. Um, but the character was a real person, it should be said. If you don't know the movie, the character really, was a true person, and all the awful things I said, he said them, and there were like journalists, you know, reporters, sports writers, and the, just there at the stands going, get this down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, this, 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 so it was, uh, it was nuts. Do you, pr do you prefer being uh, more of a hero or more of a villain? Mm. A hero is more fun these days, but a villain, it's fun too. Villain is harder. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. because it takes more concentration. Um, not that I'm a hero in real life, but any hero I'm playing is kind of a dorky guy or somebody who's like a little. He's not a straight up like a cat and mouse type of, you know. I'm the guy who accidentally is heroic. I think you know, if, if ever I am. Uh, I'm a big damn hero. What? <laughs> You're her hero. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? What? Wash rules? Guys, you can't cackle the whole time. Oh. I'm easily distracted. Yeah, we're going to do questions in the room. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I guess, I, you know, when I did um, uh, Dolls, which I played a part of show, and I was uh, Alpha the villain, and uh, he's hyped, 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 hyped the whole season, first season, and then he shows up, and uh, I get introduced as Stephen Kepler, who has like, uh, he, uh, he's agoraphobia, he doesn't leave his house, he grows pot plants, and he's uncomfortable, and um, doesn't want to get hurt at all and dangerous. He doesn't like going downstairs because they don't they don't have risers. He's afraid especially they don't grab them by the ankles. And um, then I turn into a guy who cuts up people's faces and uh, kills people. And I was having a blast up until I started killing people. And then I had like oh, I'd have to like sit away from everybody and really kind of concentrate and not stay in character but kind of stay in a headspace. Uh, so 
Um, you started out doing theater. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you do, do you miss it? Do you ever think of that? Um, I. Yes. <laughs> it's immediacy. It's my first love. It's, it's you know. I think it's what a lot of people. I don't know. Maybe not. Where I grew up in Texas, so that that was what was there. Was Texas here? I was in. Uh, you know, in school, I, I didn't, I wasn't like a kid actor. I just acted in middle school, started acting in middle school, and did plays, school plays, and things like that. So that's, that was my first introduction to acting. So, you know, there's, there's the romance of it. It's the hardest one to do, but it is uh, very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Tanya Maslany is in a play in New York right now. I just saw that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something to go check out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Off Broadway in the show, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like 10 other people. <laughs> They're probably all <on> there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've done a lot of work for Disney recently. What's it like working for, for Disney? It's been very cool. Uh, I've, like the animated stuff. Uh, when I did get came, uh, <laughs> yes, boys, okay. I'm so cash, anyway. <laughs> so, when I did that one, then uh, we went riding to Frozen, and they're like, hey, why don't you come, uh, why don't you come do this? Because some of the same artistic people were working on that, and so I did the Duke of Washington, and then that, that movie did very well, and they're like, you're our good luck charm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Frozen would have sucked without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the whole point. I was the linchpin on that bad boy. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> Not a lot of Duke of Wesselton stuffed animals out there. Uh, stuffed, uh, whatever. Toys. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't get a pop. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. Because <laughs> then they gave me a job in the Hero 6. Uh, I played um, uh, Alistair Cray, uh, who was a villain. I, I became their, like their, I was a, a red herring because you're like, ah, the Duke of Lyselton is the evil, you know what to do. She's evil. And then it turns out the other guy's so evil. And then, uh, same thing, Alistair Cray's the bad guy, and it turns out the other guy's the bad guy. And then I was in, oh, Z Zootopia. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's Duke. Then I was Duke Weasel. <laughs> and, and yeah, he had a Kappa, he was a little weasel. And uh, then I was, oh, Baka! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be in Rocket Rock 2. And so, yeah, yeah November, it comes out in November. So it's pretty fun. Um, it is fun. Uh, it's been really cool. Then I guess Star Wars is Disney too, right? Yeah. That was fun. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, K two, right? Yeah, it's K two. Um, uh, was is so beloved, and I, I feel like a lot of the more uh, beloved uh, characters recently have been the androids. Um, Phoebe Waller Briggs's character right. and Solo also. Why do you why do you think they connect so much with people? I think they always have. You know, um, you know, R two D two and C three PO. I mean, I think I love C three PO, but like in real life, come on. <laughs> you have that guy around? Not at a party. I've met him. 
having fun laughing at me. Me and Anthony. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a story I've told a lot of times. Have you heard it? No. Okay, so if you have one, everybody's better with me. After, um, uh, he saw me on set. I met him on set. They're like, hey, the dance. And it's really hush-hush because he was in it. And you know, right at the end. And then nobody's supposed to know that he's going to be in it. And I came up and I was like, hi, I'm playing a droid, K2SO. And he goes, I, I, right. I heard that. You're the droid. So, <laughs> do you wear a costume? Are you in the droid uh, costume? Or do you motion capture it? Oh. And I said, I, I motion capture it. I said, you shit. <laughs> wow. I wear stilts that are kind of uncomfortable. Is that so uncomfortable? Roll body hands. And nails, they got it so easy. Yeah. And then when it was the, the premiere, I was walking down the aisles until the big night, and I was sitting right on the aisle, and I thought he goes, I'll give you, I said, I'll hang it. And he goes, I'll give you notes at the end of <laughs> I said, I said, great, please. Uh, I look forward to it. And then I sat down, and afterwards, the movie, we were at the party, and uh, I see him, and he kind of squares off and comes over and gives me a hug, and my ear goes, fuck you. <laughs> You I've ever heard. <laughs> Perfect. It really was. Um, well, before we start taking questions from the audience, I did just want to point out that last year when Nathan Fillion did a, a panel here, he did call you during it. So after any of these, we can make a phone call. You're okay with it. No pressure. Just the same. <laughs> Wait, real quick. Okay, so you know, uh, question-wise, uh, if you ask a question, I will give you a piece of crap. Yes! Uh, that I sign. I'll, I'll sign some random piece of crap. Um, uh, some of them are better than others. Uh, and uh, before I call Nathan, just really... Really quickly, uh, to start off, but no, no, I've told you. Hold up, I gotta let him know where he is. What if he answers naked? I don't think he is there. Did it beep? I think it beeped. Okay. Alright, everybody just say, hey Captain Man. One, two, three. Hey Captain Man! I hope this is the right number. <laughs> Love you, <man. laughs> 
Brandon, Brandon, right here. I'll start up the crap gift giveaway. This is a Serenity action figure that is bent up to hell. Oh, it's actually done accident. Um, it's from a long time ago, and my cousin, Brandon, I signed it to him. So did Nathan Pillion. Yeah, there you go, there you go, Brandon. We signed it. Right here, right? Yeah. Here. Hi, um. Hello. Look for, for the right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. 
Hi. So I just I've always wondered if your King Candy was kind of like an impression of like an Ed Wynn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I got the job, or when I I did a read through first, and I was told by my agent that I just convinced Disney that you can do an Ed Wynn impersonation. Please tell me you can. I don't know. Uh, and that, so that's where it started. It kind of, and there's a lot of that in there. But then it became there's a little Charles Nelson Riley in there in moments. There's some uh, Jerry Lewis moments. Um, and so, and, and there's some uh, Ruth Gordon moments uh, from the way she ha. Ah! Anyway, uh, this is. I was just in Japan. I think this is a uh, train schedule. Tell me Japanese. Thank you. <laughs> You're ever there. Yes. Alan? Yes. Awesome as always. Yes. Love your panels. Condan, first two seasons. Hey, what is your favorite scene? Oh. It's in the first season with uh, Milo Ventimiglia and Nolan North. Uh, I just like how it turned out. It's, uh, it's us, boys, and Ellen Gina Torres, I should say. Uh, it's also in it. And it's, uh, it's based on the actual, uh, when I did Halo, uh, two with Nathan Fleming. No, Halo Two. Less of a gap. Yeah. I <laughs> Halo Two. What was that? Anyway, uh, Halo Three. I did it in New York. I recorded in New York. Nathan recorded in L.A. We got back together. I was like, "What was it like?" He's like, "You know, it was cool. It was a cool day. Going, follow me this way. We got on the run. Take that." And I said, "This bullshit. Does mine work?" Here's a Rolling Stone. That is my address. 
different uh, types of acting, voice acting, uh, live acting, and everything. And I was wondering what type of genre was your, was your favorite, and if you're being like, typecast now as a certain type. I've, I've always been kind of a type, I guess. I, you get, no. <laughs> My type is no type. <laughs> the first job I ever did was a play, no, but, but it was a play in New York called uh, Bunny Bunny, where I played 20 characters. It was really cool. Uh, they were very short characters, small characters, mainly two people in the play. It was their story, and I played everybody else. So I would come on, and I'd be this guy who talked to him about this thing, and then I'd run off stage and just have a little scene, and I'd go off stage and change, and come back on and kill uh, as her friend. Who's there? I guess she just lost her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to deal with that, and then I'd come back on as a French waiter, and do this thing, or that thing, and uh, so that's kind of what I do still. That's you know, I feel like a lot of times you're like, who's who are we gonna get to do this? Talk to me. <laughs> I think he can do that accent or uh, This is a cool one. This one, uh, uh, it's completely beat up, but it, it's part of a schedule, uh, of shooting schedule. Castro's Moon, these things are all not what they were really were. <laughs> Because it was all secretive, because of the Star Wars Rogue One. Great, man. We, we 
had a good time. And uh, he's just a great guy. It's really yeah. sad. He's kind of stupid sad. Um, uh, this is a headshot that I was using at the time that I got that uh, uh, thing. Seeing uh, or shooting a night's tale, and I was like, "This is not, so, not as good." <laughs> we had millions of dollars <laughs> to make a jousting contest, and renters don't. I mean, they had like the the, the jousting spears had spaghetti in them, uh, so whenever they exploded, and they would explode in splinters everywhere. And then also people breaking their arm. I mean, who doesn't love that? Uh, <laughs> just stunts were crazy. I mean, I like the whole atmosphere of a Ren Fair, certainly, but I've done it before oh. Night's Tale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So probably a Red Man series coming? <laughs> <laughs> Red Man. <laughs> um, we have a, oh, are we doing a signature for that? It was an off-mic question, so I'm not sure. Woo! I don't want to encourage the off-mic questions. Yeah, that's right. yeah. That's, Then we can go to the next question. You know, yeah, here we go. Um, uh, yeah, here, here, let me give you, this is an off-mic question gift. <laughs> this is where the room key comes out. Also about a knight's tale. Yes. I wanted to know with um, the character of Watt. He is so short-tempered and um, looked kind of exhausting. And I was wondering, um, was there anything you used to channel that rage in your acting? Living in Prague for five months <laughs> in two thousand. Holiday Hedgehog Kit. <laughs> sort of, you put together some little hedgehog uh, things. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> not at all, but enjoy that. Yellow Rage of Texas. Um, <laughs> question right here, Mel. So I want to know what your favorite play is and if you have been in it. Oh, ah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I enjoyed, the play that I enjoyed most doing, hmm, oh, uh, okay. There's one called Canada by George Bernard Shaw, and I got to play this character named Eugene Marchbanks, who's smarter than everybody, and it made me so smart just to say the lines. And so, it's amazing, you get to be way smarter than you are, and poetic, and just say some beautiful things, and it's crazy, it's insane. Uh, so that was the most fun I ever had. Nobody saw it, it was, a, it was I mean, people saw it, but it was a Yale rep, like, 1998. Um, but then I did spam a lot. Right, guys. I'm not, I'm not 
got the best job on Broadway because Hank Azaria had done the role. He was the guy to do Lancelot, it's Lancelot, French Taunter, because uh, you did multiple roles, French Taunter, the um, knight who says me, and Tim the Enchantress. And they, he had to leave right after they won the Tony. Like they came to New York, won the Tony on a, on a Monday, he left on a Tuesday. All of the original cast and this guy. <laughs> and uh, Mike Nichols was around directing it, Eric Idle was there. Yeah. Like they did all the work of going to Chicago in the wintertime and putting it together and brought it to New York and put it up. And then I just stepped on after all the hard work and went, This is amazing. We had uh, standing ovations every night. This is nice. <laughs> I really yeah, it's really great. Um, this is a receipt for some jockey underwear. <laughs> oh, sorry. My wife bought it. You can see it's her name there. Shipped to Ray Nearly. Nice. Here's my character in Conman. Um, I did not. Okay, well, okay. There's a joke on here. This was a joke. <laughs> Bikini underwear. <laughs> and my favorite, a scene free hong. <laughs> Just use your imagination. <laughs> Getting to make funny things, and uh, yeah, there, there's a different kind of joy of making something. Okay, this is um, this is a cartoon called Good Vibes that existed for a really short time. Uh, Josh Gad is the lead. He plays that guy. It was on right after Beavis and Butthead, and it just tanked because Beavis and Butthead tanked. And so our lead was terrible. But it's the most immature show. I signed it. Everybody signed it. One of these is Josh Gad. Um, uh, yeah, cheers. Next up is over here to the right. Hi. Hello. I was curious if you knew anything about a sequel to Tucker and Dale. Or something. Oh, I wish. Um, uh, I do know some things. What do I know? Um, uh, I know that you can't put a really sweet ketchup on a meatloaf. <laughs> I'm not uh, they wrote one script for the sequel, and it evidently did not come out very good because they were going home and the script came in and they were like, eh, we don't want to make that. Um, we'd like to make one 
I think that's maybe a little different because than it used to be. Like Tyler and, and the director and I were always like, well, well, you don't want to ruin the first one by making a second one, but now the three of us talk like, let's figure this out. Why is this not getting done? So that doesn't mean we have the answer to it, but we're trying to find the answer. Um, this is a, everybody their own gifts. Uh, it's like if you ask the dollhouse questions, you get the dollhouse coming. But anyway, it's ripped. Uh, cool picture, though. There you are. Thank you. Cheers. It wouldn't be as good if it wasn't ripped. It's authentic. Yeah. It's that's how it looks like a lot of the things in my life are ripped and frayed. A life lived. Yes. Question in the middle. Thanks for the opportunity, sir. Appreciate hey. it. Uh, in the UK release of Death at a Funeral, when your character, which, when your character took the quote-unquote wrong pill, was that yes improvised whatsoever? Your reaction to? Did you get free uh, reign to do what you pleased? Right. Um, uh, yeah, a, a lot of that. Uh, Frank Oz directed that, who is, among other things. He's a great director, but he also did Yoda, which I feel like some people here probably know about that character. Uh, he's so many. Anyway, he was amazing, and uh, he and I basically mapped out what the high was. Like, here's where it peaks, here's where it comes down, this is before time, this is all this. Um, and then there were all these moments in the script where they'd say, cut to Simon, and he's high as a guy. Okay, let's sort that what does this mean? Because we can't have the same thing. And he would like to be on set. And he's like, okay, so it needs to be in this part of the set. And I'm like, great. And then I like found the bushes and stuck my head in the bushes, and that was looked really funny because my head just disappeared. And um, that's how you know, like, I'm like, can I just? It needs to be something else where I just suddenly go dark. And anyway, yes, the answer is yes. This is another dollhouse uh, comic. This is so cool. I mean, I don't know. I found them in the drawer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Another question here uh, So we talked about your slew of voice acting for the Disney movies, um, specifically Frozen, Big Hero 6, and Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out in January. I was curious if you could let us know if you happen to help with any of the voice acting. What is that? Kingdom Hearts. It's a video game, and oh. all three of those movies are specifically going to be in there, so I was just wondering if you could do something for it. Don't. No. <laughs> but here, let me give you a uh, headshot of uh, Mindy Sturman. <laughs> she got like, looks like some 90s hair going on. Early 90s. Say like that's like a 93, 93. Ray Neely is building some credits, right? Huh? Is Ray Neely building some credits? Ray Neely has. Oh, Ray Neely had a great credit. So Ray Neely was the actor that in, in comment. Um, in Rogue One, Ray Neely was in Rogue One until he ended up on the cutting room floor. Um, yeah, he played. I got to play a pilot who uh, there's the lock of. of that, you, that they had to deal with. They closed the lock on the, on the, on the planet. And um, I was the last ship through. And I, like, you know, we gotta get it closed. But it, it was kinda, I should have blown up, and I did blow up. Anyway, it got cut in the rewrite. So, but that's so right near me. <laughs> it's perfect. I wish my character in, I, I, I have a little bit of- You should be cut out of everything. <laughs> huh? You should be cut out of all the great franchises. Exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, I have a little bitty cameo in Deadpool. Mm -hmm. And I really wish I, that, that should have been a Rainier the credit. Because they're like, hey, do you want to do Deadpool? Or, yes. You know, it's, it's, it's small. It's a little, little, little bitty cameo. But you're doing with Josh Brolin and Matt Damon. Yeah. I show up and Matt Damon's in a fat suit and he's completely unrecognizable. <laughs> that is a regular moment. Yeah. Like you're going to be on screen with Matt Damon and he's going to look nothing like Matt Damon. And I think his, his credit is Dickie Summers or something like that. I don't need to sign that up. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, got another Mindy okay, Sterling here. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. This is like 97. Nice. Just one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have time for another question. Okay. Um, over here on the right. Alan, um, fellow Texan, um, I am asking if, to the right, over, to the right. Yep. Um, I'm asking if being from Texas helped inspire some of your character in Firefly. Yeah, this is a Western, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, yes and no. I mean, I was that guy in Texas where, when everybody's like, let's, let's buy them, you know? And I'm like, let's not find them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really Just get out of here. How about, yeah, that's one option. Let's go with <laughs> option B. Let's start there. Uh, so I was that, you know, I was a smart ass, and that's who he was in that situation. There were a lot of tense situations in Texas. <laughs> When you're a smart-ass in Texas, and you're small. Oh, it doesn't go <laughs> What are you looking at? <laughs> Nothing? No, not that. There's no good answer. Uh, this is a Conman t-shirt. Uh, rather long, but uh, I think you can still get these on the website. Uh, but there you go. Cheers. Thank you. Um, well, let me get, yeah. One more question. One more, oh, sorry, one more question. I have a t-shirt. Right here in the middle, because the t-shirt's already. Thank you for coming out here. It's a great pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, man. Truly um, my pleasure. No, your pleasure. It's so much pleasure. It might be my phone. Go on. So I was wondering, um, Tucker and Dale and Chris Siegel, what was your favorite death scene? Oh, uh, it's also also the uh, the, the sheriff uh, because he does the tumble out of the house and then just comes up with that two by four with all his crooked nails sticking out of his head, just staggering towards camera, and then he goes, up, "Oh my God, it's my favorite!" So all the kids are screaming in the car, they're screaming in the car, and he opens the door and he goes. I got this, right? And it takes the one, the one way to get help, which is the CD. And he goes, and rips the CD out of the truck and ruins it. Uh, here's a t-shirt. This is a Serenity t-shirt. Or Spectrum. Spectrum. Spectrum t-shirt. Maybe. Thank you. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, PETA's, and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN 
on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com.